0: Welcome, it's indisputable. I'm your host, Rashad Richie, good to be with you. We have a lot on the agenda today, breaking down news of the day. My contributor, Jeff Wiggins, Rebel HQ contributor and content creator, all around remarkable person. Top story of the day, Kanye West hands out White Lives Matter t-shirts to those who are unsheltered, well, at least his team. Is doing so. Let's first go to the video. Here it is. The project. Courtesy
1: of Kanye West. Did you want me to bring some over here? Hey. Huh? Yeah. Bring yeah? some. Hang it up. Hang up the front. All right. Thank you. Come on, with. You. Thank you.
0: I'm going to get into the sickness of what's happening around Kanye West, but do not think for one moment that he is somehow simply off his rocker, is not aware of his actions, out of touch with reality. He is not. He knows exactly what he's doing. You see, there's a design with Kanye and his newfound ideology. Remember, He's going out of his way to not offend one particular demographic, white people, especially racist white people. He does not want to offend Trump supporters. He does not want to offend those who watch Fox News. He does not want to offend white America, but he's willing to offend everybody else. But which means there is a design, a significant design behind what he's doing and that design is connected to economy. You see, Kanye West, Is making more money than he ever believed he could make. His newfound consumer base, Trump supporters, conservatives, yeah, even racist white people, are feeding not only his ego, but his pockets. So let's highlight one of the residents. Let's put her up. Her name is Stephanie Arnold Williams. Okay, Ms. Williams, seen here holding up one of the shirts, told CBS LA, and I quote, they dropped off a big box here and told everybody to come here to pick them up. I was like, this is not a good spot. I don't think you should be, You should bring them here. Here's another one holding up a shirt, okay? So this was happening all up and down the block. A known associate of Kanye West posted the video of a group apparently handing out the artist's infamous White Lives Matter shirts to people living on Skid Row In the video someone could be heard shouting courtesy of Kanye West. West, now known as Yay, he will correct you, debuted the shirts at the Paris Fashion Week earlier this month. The pieces of clothing featured Pope John Paul on the front and the phrase White Lives Matter. The Anti-Defamation League has called the phrase hate speech. Many in Skid Row are confused about why anyone would do this. Arnold Williams, Ms. Williams was blunt about how she felt. Here's what she said and I quote, I would say F Kanye, that's what she said, F Kanye for doing this. He should have never done this. The majority of people that have been getting killed are black people. So that's what we're talking about. So don't change the subject, it's still black lives matter here, okay? Now, let me explain why white lives matter is not an actual movement. White lives matter is not a campaign, it is a counter campaign. It literally only exists to dilute the message of black lives in America. And the idea that black lives should matter. You see, white lives matter is not an organic movement to bring awareness to injustices visited upon white people. That's not what the movement is. Are there some injustices upon white people? Of course, there are injustices everywhere, especially those who are poor regardless of skin color. But White Lives Matter originated from one idea. What was that idea? To dissuade people from saying and believing and getting behind the movement for black lives. So you have one that's actually an organic movement, Black Lives Matter. You have the other White Lives Matter, which is simply a counter campaign. That is all it is, nothing more. But remember when Black Lives Matter was first emerging as a more, let's say popular slogan on social media, something else happened. It was called the ALM campaign, All Lives Matter is what they said. You have bumper stickers and people have it on their vehicles now, All Lives Matter, ALM. Once again, not an organic movement, but A counter campaign to the idea of black lives and how much they matter. But here's something else the all lives matter people said. They said this was not about race. We need to eliminate racial context and just say all lives matter. Well, the police got involved and the police started saying blue lives matter. Did the all lives matter say that's too too much dissension, that creates too much conflict. We need to say all lives matter. No, they never push back on blue lives matter. And then the white lives matter t-shirts, phraseology come out. Have the all lives matter people said a word about the white lives matter campaign, have they said stop? This is about all lives, not just white lies, not just black lives. No, they did not because the all lives matter people are the white lives matter people, same people. So Kanye has engaged himself, and yes, we are in the twilight zone. Kanye has engaged himself in what is, yes, leadership of white bigots in America. He is the leader of the White Lives Matter campaign. Isn't that something? I'd be damned. And who is his partner? The number one black white supremacist in America, Candace Owens. They have teamed up, this is sick. Obviously, and for what they did, this stunt. Yes, I'm bringing attention to it because it is required. But what Kanye did with this stunt, what his team did with this stunt. Nothing but sensationalism and it takes away from the reality of what damage this messaging has already done and will continue to do. All right, my dear brother, what are your thoughts here? The supposed black free
2: thinkers sure do share the same thoughts as conservatives and white people. I wanna update you right quick, Dr. Rishi. I don't know if you saw this earlier, but this, the Anti Defamation League called on Adidas to drop Yay after his recent anti Semitic remarks. Now, while I feel like this is the right and necessary move, this will only embolden Ye moving forward because of his conservative ideology that he's following now. He will only claim that these things are silencing him. He's being silenced. He will say this to his millions upon millions of social media followers. He will say this on the nation's number one news rated cable program. He will say this as another writer writes the lyrics on a song that's going to be streamed a billion times. That he's being silenced. I'm kind of hoping that when he purchases parlor that Candace Owens is kind of using him a little bit because he's going to act like a purveyor for free speech. But really he just wants to be freedom from consequences in order to push whatever narrative or unknown thing that he kind of presented in his own head out in the open without any consequences. So Hopefully there's some kind of, I don't know, justice or something that's going to affect his economy for him to be able to wake himself
0: up. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I think at this point he's committed to the ideology and the economy connected to it. At some point in the future, he will fall out with Candace Owens. At some point in the future, he will fall out with Tucker Carlson, I guarantee you. Uh, But right now is not the time. He will continue to milk this for all it's worth and make a mockery or try to of those who support the movement for black lives in America. We will continue to follow an update. All right, another update. Remember a story we covered of a cop who decided to kick a handcuffed man in the face where well, that cop has been indicted. Let me remind you of the video, here it is.
3: No, nobody cares what you're saying. No,
1: Karen, nobody cares what you do either. Not really. You understand that? Yeah, I'm not. doing I'm not, I'm not no. doing out here complaining. No, no that was the say, nobody cares what you do anymore. I know nobody's out nobody here. Nobody cares what you do anymore. You understand that? Lean back. You know, Nobody cares what you do anymore. Lean back. I'm gonna lean back with you home. Well, look. You're not gonna do that, right? We're not going to do
3: this, right? Stop. We're done, you're done. We're not going to do this, right? We're Stop.
0: done, you're done. Put up the picture of the cop who has now been indicted. We first brought you this story when it happened. But Jermaine Vaughn was being detained. He was brutalized by Sergeant Eric Huxley. Sergeant Huxley, of the Indianapolis Police Department, Metropolitan Police Department has now been indicted. Let's go to the next steal, and you see the foot coming directly down on a man who's already subdued. That is criminal conduct, that is criminal assault. He should have been arrested that day. An Indianapolis police sergeant faces federal charges now after shocking body cam video captured him stumping on a handcuffed homeless man's face as he lay on the ground. Sergeant Eric Huxley, 44 years of age, is a 15 year veteran with the police department, has now been indicted by a federal grand jury for violating the black man's civil rights by using excessive force during the caught on video incident that took place September 24th, 2021. Huxley, who was white, was charged with one count of deprivation of rights under the color of law. While using a dangerous weapon resulting in bodily injury. Seems as if the charge fits the sergeant and two other officers. Sergeant Christopher Kibby and officer Matthew Shores were trying to arrest Mr. Jermaine Vaughn for disorderly conduct and forced him to the ground as he argued. According to Fox 59, the man on his backside on the ground, looking up at Officer Shores with his hands cuffed behind his back stated the probable cause affidavit, the news outlet reported. The federal grand jury indictment alleges that Sergeant Huxley used his foot to hit the man without justification. Huxley, who has now been suspended without pay, also faces termination along with local felony charges of battery and official misconduct according to Fox 59. The city police department and police chief Randall Taylor also faced a separate federal lawsuit claiming the two other officers who reported Huxley faced retaliation, the station added. Now, let's highlight this for one moment. They're saying Huxley ended up being reported. Who do you think reported him? Well, obviously at least one of the cops who were present, maybe even more. So what's the claim now? The claim is, They report a bad cop, they stand up for a citizen of the community. They report criminal behavior of a trusted lawman. What happens to them? They are retaliated against. Wait a minute, I thought the culture of policing was good. I thought there were more good cops than bad cops. You see, if the culture is good and you report misconduct, the culture protects you. The culture will uphold you. The culture will make sure that you have no penalty for simply being a stand up person. But that's not what the culture of policing has shown us time and time again. Time and time again, when an individual absolutely stands up for right comes against a cop who decides to become a criminal. When a cop does that, when a cop goes against a cop and reports a bad cop, Routinely we hear about the department doing one thing, retaliating against the cop who made the report, here it is again, all right. The two cops have alleged the department accused them of not making a timely report. Get this, not making a timely report and placed them on administrative leave. Adding that they were forced to turn in their patrol cars for older models that were determined to be unsafe. They turned in a report late, the cops that reported Sergeant Huxley. They turned in a police report late according to the allegation and that was enough to get them suspended. When have you heard this? There are cops that literally shoot unarmed black people in the back and steal are at the department, maybe on desk duty. But these individuals who decided to cross that blue line, tell the truth. Have retaliation. Here's what has to happen. In order for policing to retain and maybe even gain some level of respect and reputation in communities that distrust them good cops are going to have to be protected that's it it's no other way to do it you cannot transform that industry without individuals inside of the industry being willing to make a stand but opportunities like this scenarios like this it strikes fear in the hearts of many cops and so once again i encourage any police officer if you think you are a stand up person if you see Now, fees in your department, if you see criminal conduct in your department, you know what to do. You contact us right here. We have conversations and connections to many law enforcement officers across the country who have decided to become whistleblowers outside of their agency because they are afraid of who? The police. But I'm not. So make sure if you are one of the good guys, even if you're a bad guy, you can be a good guy today. Today, you can be a good guy and make sure that what is happening is on record. All right, my dear brother, what are your thoughts here?
2: It was looking like this, the police department was going to clear that blue wall of silence that we Mm -hmm. hear about so often. But it looks like that wall in and of itself is going to surround that officer who was trying to police the police. Let's get back to the victim here right right quick, Jermaine Vaughn. He was seated, and you alluded to this earlier, with his hands cuffed behind his back. The initial officer whose body cam footage we're looking at right now, Already sat him down. What did the additional officer need to put his foot on his face for? And even if, you know, Jermaine was being down, what was he going to get up and do? What kind of damage was he going to inflict on himself or the officers or property that someone else would need to come in and put their face, I mean, their foot on the person's face when they're defenseless? This is awful. It's getting to a point now that, like, I'm almost glad when an officer is suspended without pay, because beyond that I have no expectations. I don't think anything's going to happen beyond that. And so with all that being said, I'm certain that these individuals are going to get cleared somehow. And I'm hoping that's not the case. Dr. Rishi, you and your show, you do a good job of trying to keep your your, 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 uh, fingerprint on situations like this. And I'm hoping that justice will prevail because these officers got to go because this was on body cam, Who knows what we don't see when
0: the cameras aren't on. Yeah, and I do think at least as it relates to the federal grand jury indictment, this cop is going to likely plead out rather than go to trial. It's so clear cut as far as the video evidence, as far as local charges, who knows? A lot of times these cats have significant influence over how local judges and the local DA deal with their cases as local cops. So I don't have as much faith there, but possibly Mm -hmm. the grand jury indictment may tell a different story at the conclusion of this case. We're going to continue to keep everybody updated. All right, we got more on the other side It's indisputable, stick and stay. All right, welcome back, always good to be with you. We got a lot of comments to read. But before I do that, remember the young lady, Miss Jelana Dunlap we had on the program, she's the young lady. Who was physically assaulted by police in Fayetteville, North Carolina? She was simply doing her job. She did nothing illegal, nothing wrong. She was working for her property manager. Okay? Unfortunately, when this happened, video goes viral. She now has no job. In her community, it is tough to find work. Excuse me. So we want to help her. She has a goal of $3,000. We can help. With that, no problem. Help support Jelana Dunlap, go fund me. You can go to the link right there. All right, love for you to assist. Craig Crescent says Kanye is a horrible human being and toast as far as his entertainment status. Sadly, he's being used and abused by people who want him to do their bidding, right? Donald Trump's Bonesboro says it's easier to make up or perpetuate lies about your own people than it is to stay on top of the music industry. Mm. Bernie the Kiwi dragon and died it good. That's how things ought to go. That's right. Octo medication or like thereof does not make you a bigot. Being a bigot grifter makes you a bigot. There is. All right. Uh, agnostic sister, I go buy a bunch of Hanes shirts and give them out for free if they burn that racist ish. Yeah. Got something for you, ladies and gentlemen. I wish a Karen would.
3: You wanna call the police on them for having a barbecue on a you're Sunday. You're still Back off. I'm gonna tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. they talking to me like that bitch. You don't know me, you don't know
1: me, and you don't know me talking to me like that. I'm trying to get my kids
3: breakfast.
0: Karen, you're not you when you're hungry, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I don't know, maybe she did not have her morning cup of coffee. Um, there are better ways to go about trying to get breakfast for your children. You should not talk to those in industries who prepare and serve you your food in that manner. You should not talk to them that way. I have some friends that would have given you a special number one and number two with extra sauce. Mm -hmm. So you got to be careful here, Karen, okay? When you talk to the person at that window, completely unnecessary, uncalled for. I don't care what the order mix up or the weight may have been. But we provide a mirror for an opportunity at reflection and correction, my dear brother, what are your thoughts on this moment of Karenicity?
2: I thought it was funny that she pointed to the people in the restaurant and said, you don't know me, you don't know me, you (laughs) don't know me. And then she's being recorded. And so I'm like, no, I know a Karen when I see one, ma'am, you're a Karen, they do know you. Shout out to all the people who are ready and willing to record Karens and to the people who, (laughs) towards the end of that video, you can hear them saying shut up. Because Mm -hmm. of these people who are you know, the anti Karens, now they're doing the work on the street. It used to be, in in the in the long time ago, you know, like two months ago, that they would send you these videos and then you have to correct them, Dr. Rishi. You would have to show them the mirror so they can reflect on their actions. But now people are standing up. So again, shout out to the anti Karens, shout out to the people who are recording them. Let's expose them for who they are.
0: Very well said, brother. We'll take that credit. Don't know if we should, but we will. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: The girl with the bowl on her face. Believe me, this kid is going on this ride, or me and you
1: are going out in the parking lot. I'm telling you right now. Three rides this kid has been denied. Three rides this kid has been denied. This kid is going on this ride, This kid is going on this ride. Listen, you can do it your way or you can do it my way, bro. This kid has been denied. The girl with the mole on her face. You'll see. She is not bad she's not Yeah, guess what? Guess what? That's what? I'm gonna make your life miserable right now, bro. Listen, you're messing with the wrong guy, bro. i telling you right now.
0: When you struggle to say miserable, that might be the sign you've had a little too much. There's more. Did my Damn.
3: eight-year-old daughter crying?
1: You'll say you'll get somebody up here. I'm gonna shut this Damn. bitch down. No, shut down. I'm shutting it down, this kid, I am not gonna listen to my eight-year-old cry again. We went to the ride at the bottom, and they she passed the thing, otherwise we would have not come out here, otherwise, you go ahead, you go, bro, you go, take your chances, bro. Take your chances with this guy, Yo, listen, it's your job, I get it, I'm shutting this bitch down. In, been been time. Time. Oh, oh yeah? I went, I went I went down to the bottom. Who cares? No, really? No, right? no, 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 no. I went oh, listen. No. I went, down. Not, I went down. No. Listen, to the bottom. No yeah, sir, video. Go ahead. Let's put it on YouTube or TikTok. You're going down.
0: Yeah, it's going on YouTube and a few other places, I guarantee you that. Okay, once again, conflict, adults, remedy. What happened here was unnecessary. But once again, we see the extreme behavior of individuals already have caronicity inside of them mixed with a little something something and it gives you this, we provide a mirror. Reflection and correction. All right, let's put this picture up full mass. We have not been able to independently identify this guy, but I promise you he's still carrying it somewhere. Okay. All right.
4: Ben, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, I mean, this is really amazing, right? Like, if your daughter is too short to go on the ride, like, I get it, right? She's gonna cry because she's a kid and she wants to go on the ride, but like, You need to understand why don't they want your daughter to go on the ride? They don't want your daughter to go on the ride because if she's too short to go on the ride, then she might literally die. They're trying to save her life from negligence. That's the whole reason why there's that like height requirement. And like I get it, we've all been there. We've all been little kids and we have wanted to go on the ride, but we can't because we're not big enough. But that's life, that is just like a normal life experience. And I get that you might be uncomfortable telling your kid that like maybe you have to wait till next year. I'm sorry that you're not tall enough this year, but like what would you prefer? Would you prefer that your daughter cry because she can't go on the ride? Or that she falls through the bars because she's not big enough physically to be held in place by the security measures. I mean, seriously, they're trying to save your daughter's life. and. Like it's it's really not that complicated. Very
3: well said,
0: Mike Pence showing he still has no spine. Was coy about if he would vote for Donald Trump again and insinuated he may run. But listen, remember, Donald Trump tried to have him assassinated. Here it is. If Donald Trump is the Republican nominee for president in 2024, will you vote for him?
2: Well,
1: there might be somebody else I'd prefer more.
2: You know what I can tell you is I have every confidence that the Republican Party is going to sort out leadership. All my focus has been on the midterm elections and it'll stay that way for the next 20 days. But after that, we'll be
1: thinking about the future, ours and the nation's and I'll keep you posted,
0: okay? (laughs) The man tried to have you assassinated, sir. When he heard that people were running around the Capitol saying hang Mike Pence, What did he do? He didn't say, "Oh my goodness, somebody saved my vice president. Where is he at? Get him on the phone. He went to Twitter in his little protected bunker and he decided to tweet. Hey, Mike Pence has abandoned us. Wink, wink. That's what he did. He never checked on Pence. He didn't give a damn about the family and Mike Pence. Come on, man, you gotta have some level of dignity left inside of you. You can't let this cat just pull your card like that. He tried to have you killed. Somebody ask you a question like that, you look at them and you say, The hell are you talking about? The man tried to have me killed. Of course I won't vote for him. Everybody will respect that, Pence. Oh, I'm sorry, except for Trump humpers. Let's put up, let's put up the picture. This guy, former VP of the United States, was at Georgetown University. On Wednesday night, talking about the future of conservatism, when he was posed the question about his former boss. Now, listen, there's no such thing as conservatism anymore. It's gone. It's all Trumpism, Trumpite, Trump this and Trump that. Let's put up the other individual who he was having a conversation with. now, now this was his comments came in conversation. This is Democrat National Committee official, Executive Director, Georgetown's Institute of. Politics and public service, and also a larger part of the Young America's Foundation College tour by former vice president, by a former vice president who became estranged from Trump in the wake of January 6th, the insurrection, the terrorist attack, when pro Trump supporters stormed the Capitol and briefly sent Pence and gathered lawmakers into hiding. Since then, Pence has continued to speak publicly, but not boldly, about his own vision for the GOP. In prepared remarks on Wednesday, he only mentioned the midterm elections once. Predicting the GOP flips across Congress, predicting these flips across Congress and beyond. But asked by a student how being Trump's vice president had affected his own future in the Republican Party. He joked saying he's not particularly a long term planner. I can tell you whatever the future holds for me and for my wife, Maybe in the months ahead, we'll determine what our calling is and we will follow that calling come what may. What's going on with him? Um, So at this point, Mike Pence has kind of hinted that he may run for president, okay fine. Sir, you're afraid to even say something Negative or truthful about the guy who wanted you dead and tried to have you killed. You don't have enough fortitude to at least stand up for yourself. And if you can't stand up for yourself, sir, stand up for your family. The man did not care how this impacted your family. He didn't care how his rhetoric impacted your family. You still can't stand up to this one person. And let me be very clear, because I know some people are going to push back and say, well, Mike Pence is the one, he didn't sign the, he didn't sign the, he did not refuse to sign, excuse me, the Electoral College certification. And because of that, because he, he actually put his signature there, he is a good guy. No, he wanted to not sign it. Remember, he called Dan Quayle. Who in the hell calls Dan Quayle for advice? He calls Dan Quayle. And he says, listen, Dan, I'm being told I can do this, can I do this? And Dan said, no, 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 it's against the law. You would be indicted, Mike Pence, if you do it. So Mike Pence tried to figure out a way to stop the certification of Donald Trump. So he gets no hero cookie simply because he refused to do a criminal thing. There's more, all right. Pence's 30 minute speech focused on his background, how he evolved politically and religiously according to him. Elsewhere though, he spoke more gravely of dangers posed to the country by who? Democratic opponents and a woke agenda, a warning far apart from some of his other comments about Democrats on Wednesday night. Pence argued and I quote, in one short year and a half, the Biden-Harris administration has unleashed a tidal wave of left wing policies that in many ways wiped out the progress the progress that we've made to the detriment of the American people. Frankly, sometimes I think Democrats have moved so fast that the left hand doesn't know what the far left hand is doing. That's all you got. (laughs) they're, They're left wing politicians, sir. They're supposed to bring in left wing policies. But what policies have they brought in that create the detriment you refer to? He does not have a list of those because the truth is the politicians in charge on the left right now, they're not bringing in the policies that we really wanted. They're not bringing in the policies they campaigned on, there's more. He also continued to criticize Biden over gas prices, presumed threats to freedom. Um, He also spoke earlier on Wednesday at the Heritage Foundation, the conservative group, where he cautioned against unprincipled populism overtaking his party. He said the GOP must continue to embrace smaller government through national defense and traditional moral values. Once again, They all talk about morals. They all talk about ethics. They all talk about God and white Jesus. But every single one of them are afraid of their true messiah, Donald Trump. Every day when they refuse to say the truth about Trump, they are telling you exactly who their real God is, regardless of who they say. They are afraid of Trump. That's who they're scared of, right? My dear brother thoughts here.
2: Pence has placed himself in between a rock and a hard place because let's say he did stand up to Trump and say, "No, I'm not going to vote for him." Then MAGA is going to be mad at him, and they definitely won't vote for him if he were to run himself. Additionally, if he keeps with these, I don't know, weak takes, then that's how Trumpists are going to see him. They're going to see him as weak. I mean, Pence, there were gallows. For you outside of the Capitol, my dude. Now, when he said there may be somebody else I prefer more, the word more was carrying so much weight there because that kind of indicates that he may be willing to vote for Trump if Trump chooses to run. But, like, what is he waiting for? Is he waiting to hear Trump's policies or his positions? He knows exactly what Trump's policies and positions are. His position is to kill Mike Pence. What else is he looking for? What is he waiting for? He knows what's going on. He knows he's supposed to happen. So either announce or not. I don't know. And maybe, maybe he's waiting to see if Trump's gonna run because he would rather not run against Trump. But I, I don't know. I, he's he's not a hook, he's not a hero. He doesn't deserve hero cookies, as you said earlier, for doing the right thing that right. he needed Dan Quill to tell him to do. I forgot right. about that
3: part, so I'm glad you said that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, fascinating stuff. All right, we got more on the other side. It's Indisputable, stick and stay. Welcome back, we have a lot of show left. Do not forget about Unbossed right after Indisputable. Unbossed with Nina Turner, 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. Pacific time. You can also subscribe youtube.com forward slash unbossed TYT. What a remarkable show, so proud of the launch this week. Okay, we got a lot of comments, I don't have a lot of time. Infantry Chef says, you're right, Karen, we don't know you. Probably ran into you once upon a time and said, nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, Mickey sleep the silver Dragon, I'm surprised that when the FBI searched Mar Loco. They didn't find the hidden stash of all Republican balls, including pences. They were the (laughs) Republican inauguration gifts to Trump when he took office. (laughs) That was great. That was funny, man. That that would that would land like on a main comedy stage. That would so land. Great. That was good. That was that was was good. good. A preacher admits he stole damn near a million dollars from his own people. Put his picture up full mass here. Okay, he has now confessed. To the crime, New Orleans minister has admitted to defrauding his church, his housing ministries, his parishioners, and the damn charter school out of nearly nine hundred thousand dollars. The man you're looking at—they call him the Reverend Charles Hall. the third. Six-four years of age, served as the pastor of First Emmanuel Baptist Church in New Orleans and Baton Rouge. For more than three decades, he has since pleaded guilty to money laundering. Prosecutors said he took advantage of his status as a pastor by requesting and then pocketing contributions and ties from parishioners. His actions include soliciting money from a parishioner for charitable causes and church facility upgrades for four years. Then diverting $106,408 of the funds to his own personal bank accounts. First Emmanuel Baptist Church also possessed rental properties, which many ministries do, they have a lot of people. From which the preacher benefited from these properties by transferring almost $150,000 in monthly payments to his own, once again, personal accounts. He also sold properties that belonged to the church to steal a percentage of the proceeds. Bringing in almost 500,000 from that scheme alone. There's more. In addition to all of this, the preacher secured financing to construct a sister institution in Baton Rouge while serving as board president at the now closed um, Edgar P. Harney Spirit of Excellence Academy in Central City, New Orleans. Despite hiring a staff member, the location have opened. Instead over four years more than $220,000 of the workers wages was placed into an account that he actually had access to once again self enrichment. As a condition of his plea deal, the preacher has promised to make restitution meaning he'll pay everybody back. He will reimburse first Emmanuel more than 687,000. The Spirit of Excellence Academy 85,000 and various individuals more than 110,000. Nola.com reported that the preacher faces up to 10 years in prison for money laundering. He is slated to be sentenced um, next year, January next year. So I bring this story um, to your forefront because there are a couple of things that I would like to highlight. Number one, you cannot blindly follow any man, any woman, period, period. There has to be a healthy check and balance to all leadership, no matter who they are. In this scenario, obviously those balances, those checks, We're not present, here's the other dynamic and this is what boils my blood. You know the people who are giving this money, you know they're not wealthy, right? You know they're not multi millionaires. They're giving because they are sincerely believing in the quote man of God unquote. And when I see charlatans steal money, from well-intentioned people, I'm gonna blast them, I don't give a damn who they are. It's time out for this kind of leadership, this lack of transparency, this lack of integrity and this extreme corruption being done by who? A person of public trust. We're gonna continue to follow this because I wanna make sure the preacher gives the money back, all right? And if he does not, he should be held in contempt and he should be arrested for those years he still has left, that's what should happen in my opinion. All right, Jeff, thoughts here.
2: I'm glad you mentioned the individuals who are not wealthy and who are giving. Well, they didn't know this, but they were giving directly to this man. Yeah. Are not wealthy whatsoever, whatsoever, while he's making himself rich off of what they're giving. There are people who are based on their faith and based off biblical principles, are giving 10% of what they have what they have, whether it's a lot or a little, they're giving 10% of what they have. There are other people who are giving to the black church, hoping and expecting that the black church will give back to the community, whether it's feeding people, clothing people, or whatever. This man was doing for himself what he could have been doing for the community. And hopefully he not only gives back, which is gonna be court mandated, sure, but he gives back in addition to what they have him pay back. Because I, can, I was looking for what he was actually purchasing with the money. And there's something they said something about vehicles and other things. But my word, the amount of corruption in this one individual was staggering. How does that community recover from something like this?
0: Yeah, and it creates such a distrust between community and faith leaders. And there are many faith leaders who are good. There are many churches that do a lot of significant work locally. There are many churches who engage in civic demonstration and protest. As a matter of fact, In my community, a lot of churches do voter registration drives and are willing to organize protests against the powers that be when necessary. So we need that connection. We need that connection to have reputation. People like this destroy, just like bad cops destroy that industry too. Bad preachers (laughs) destroy the faith industry as well. And yes, it's an industry, I don't give a damn what you say, it's an industry. Road rage. See those two guys? They shot at each other. They ended up shooting each other's daughters. Let's go to the video. Oh, bro. I'm call
1: Do me a favor. Let's take care your daughter. Just stay right here. Oh my okay? God. Look
4: at me. You're okay.
1: I would never oh no. ever put her in this position.
4: Do have to
1: run in the Be advised, we I'm have two patients. You. On you. Just talk to me, okay? I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just we're good, we're good. We, we just, just want to read you your rights so that way you are aware. So there's not we're a- We're still
0: not answering any questions or asking any questions. We're
1: just letting you know what's going on. So. Yeah. This, from this point forward, you you are you everything. everything. Okay. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. Do you understand each of these rights I have explained to you? Yes, sir. Having these rights in mind, do you wish to talk to us now or in shortly? Do I need to have an attorney? This is totally up to you. We're not going to be asking you any questions. <laughs> We're just letting you know of your rights before, so that way you understand. Yeah, I'm mean, go totally it it
0: I mean, that's a real sensible cop talking to a guy that just shot a child. I mean, he put, he's put his hands on them, and I just want to make sure you're okay. And understand what I'm saying? He wasn't upset, he wasn't angry, wasn't calling him names. All right, put up the pictures of the worst fathers of the year. Uh, now, I know some people will say to both of you all uh, that what happened uh, was a mistake, not your fault, they're lying to you. What happened is your fault, both of your daughters are injured because of your own actions. Frank Allison on the left and William Hale on the right were arrested and charged for attempted murder over the incident that unfolded near Jacksonville early October. Hale's five year old daughter was shot in the leg. Allison's 14 year old daughter was shot and suffered a collapsed lung. Thankfully their injuries have been reported to be non life threatening as of now. After the incident, both of these men pulled over near a patrol car and began fighting, They started fighting after the initial incident, right? A deputy reportedly had to break them up. You were break checking me, break checking. Allison is heard yelling at hell while screaming obscenities. Alice's 14 year old daughter is sitting on the ground being attended to. So where is this coming from? This is coming from something called brake checking. I mean, the offense of brake checking obviously warns me shooting another individual. Now remember, you cannot talk about this story without highlighting the fascination of gun culture in the United States of America, especially in the state of Florida, where they are taught, we are taught, we are indoctrinated to believe that guns can solve anything. That guns should be your go-to. Anytime there's an argument, let's get a gun. Gun needs to be involved. Because these two individuals had that ideology, because these two individuals decided that they could not engage in either argument or maybe even a regular ass fist fight. They shot each other's daughters. It seems like I'm more upset than they were. Let's put up the picture, deputies say Hill and Allison were riding in separate vehicles with their families on highway one when they began brake checking each other and appeared to be in a cat and mouse game. Now, if this part is true, which I believe it is, that means both of these dads were engaged in dangerous activity prior to the shooting. They were already putting their families at risk. They just took it to the next level and happened to be armed. The report states that Hale and his family were driving back to Georgia from Jacksonville when Allison reportedly attempted to run him off the road. Allison's wife reportedly began flipping off Hale and then someone in Hale's truck threw a water bottle into the vehicle. Moments later, the report says Hill said he heard a pow and his five year old daughter was shot in the leg. He then says he grabbed his pistol and fired everything that was in his clip at Allison's vehicle. One of the rounds struck the 14 year old daughter in the back seat. Let's go to the sheriff, that's the Nassau County Sheriff. His name is Bill Leaper. Bill said during a press conference, quote, what is scarier, than one crazy driver with a gun, Than two crazy drivers with a gun. There could have been two dead kids because of two stupid grown men. That's right. At one point, Leaper said there was another pickup truck involved in the road rage, but was not involved in the shooting. He probably left his gun at home. Um, and that's the only reason why he did not shoot somebody too. So I highlight this story because one, Guns do not solve all your problems. As a matter of fact, if none of them had a gun, this would have still been resolved. Maybe it ends in a physical confrontation, possibly. Maybe it ends in somebody getting arrested, possibly. But you know what doesn't happen? None of their daughters have a gunshot wound in their body. That's what would have been eliminated. But the mere presence of the gun and the belief that guns will solve all of your arguments. All of your problems, all of your conflicts has now created this unbelievable reality for your own damn children. Now hopefully this shakes you and wakes you to a better, more evolved understanding of the world around you. I wouldn't hold my breath, but I guarantee you this, what you all have done to your own children will change them forever. All right, my dear brother thoughts here.
2: I can't believe I'm about the quote of Peter, Paul and Mary song. But if I had a hammer, everything mm-hmm. to these dudes looks like a nail. Like you said, Dr. Bishy earlier, even break checking one another is dangerous in and of itself. I'm just wondering from this perspective if they continue to escalate things knowing that if it came down to it, I have a gun. I'm not afraid of this person. I'm not backing down. And boy, the boldness to fight in front of the police knowing you just shot somebody and you still have a weapon on you. And you're not afraid of getting, I don't know, police brutality out of your life. Amazing amount of leniency from that cop when speaking to these individuals knowing that they both just shot somebody. Yeah. Amazing. My mind is completely blown
0: I don't even know
2: what to say anymore. And, and it is not.
0: I was in here like this could have been way worse. Yeah, and they, they, they shot children. The cop wasn't even Man. upset. He wasn't mad. He didn't curse anybody out. He was what professional. He was professional. It is possible. I'm not saying he should have been unprofessional. I'm saying they should be professional with everybody. All right, we got more on the other side. It's indisputable. Stick and stay. Welcome back. We have a lot of show left. Let me read some of these comments. Before I do that, I'm gonna remind everybody: unbossed sale. All right, we got it. I already got it. First week. Unbossed merchandise. Shop TYT, we have it. Show the world that you are ready to fight like hell to end corruption at all levels of government. Give the power back to the people. Check out the new collection at shop TYT. Also, the watch list. Make sure you add the watch list to your watch list. Join the big homie JR Jackson live weekdays, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific time. You can watch live daily and subscribe at youtube.com forward slash watch All right, great comments. Let me read as many as I can. Bill's Dragons circles the wagons. Growing up, every black comedian had jokes about a preacher or reverence stealing money from the church fund. How much money is that church making for the preacher to steal a million dollars? Million. They make in bank. Yeah, they have a lot of assets they own and other community uh, partnerships that provide opportunity that people will pay for. Yeah, it is a business, as I said, an industry, uh, a very stable photographer. What sucks, both of these kids will lose a father to, a, to prison for both of them being stupid. Mm. That's a good point. Queenie 97, that is not a preacher, just a charlatan, um, love big 41. I would never put my daughter in that situation, yet you did. That's right, he said, they he said, oh, I've never put my, but you did. But you did, man, your ego, your hate, your violence, okay? You did that, woke dragon. I hope these people never see those kids again. Twitch, calm like a bomb. Florida does things to people. I don't think white people are supposed to live in that kind of heat (laughs) and humidity. It just seems (laughs) it just seems to drain our brains. Okay. (laughs) We listen. Jordan just said my producer was like, "Man, we've been like Florida's been really heavy on the crazy this week." Yes, that's true. All right. We have an update. Remember the story of the young black male who was uh, choked. By the older white male. Remember that story? We have an update now. Let me remind you of the video. Here it is. Hey, sir,
1: I'm recording you. Let go of the go ahead. neck, Go record. Let go of his neck. He's not going. Stole anymore. a bike right out of sir, a friend of sir. mine's yard. Let go of oh, his neck. Let go
3: of his
1: neck. I, did, I did go made, of his I did, I did. Let go of his neck. Okay. I you're fine. You ain't oh got to oh hold his oh neck. Oh no, bro. I didn't touch it. I did, I did, I didn't touch it. One of this kid over here, one of his friends stole a bike right out of a friend of mine's yard. Yeah, you know, I'm for real. I, pay, I pay on God. I did touch it. Yeah, you ain't got to touch his neck like that, bro. He a kid. I'm, I, yeah, right in the middle of the road. No, he's just a kid. I don't know what kind of bike. It's a green one. Yeah,
3: but he didn't steal it. But, but that. I
1: don't know what you right. got going e- on, little man. But you don't need to be grabbing your neck like that.
0: Before I go to the update, let me remind you of what this incident is about. The white male you see has decided to physically restrain to choke a black male for not stealing a bike, for perhaps maybe knowing somebody who did. And it's not even his bike he's talking about is his friend's bike from his friend's yard. This is insane. So there is an update, let's put up a picture full mass. thank you. Milwaukee police are now investigating the incident last week. In which a white male was recorded on video accusing a younger black male of stealing a bike while holding him by the throat. Now he is accused of knowing the person who stole the bike, which is even more insane. While local media has refrained from using his name, as we reported previously, we were able to identify him through commentary and um, through commentary online. And we know that he's the 62 year old Robert Allen Walsakowski Sr. According to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, police said the incident happened along the 2100 block of South 25th Street. That's in the Layton Park neighborhood, about 4.40 pm on October 10th. They said a 62 year old man detained a 24 year old male for allegedly stealing a bicycle. No injuries were reported and the individuals involved in the video have been identified by the police. Let's go to Mr. Wright, D'Angelo Wright. Mm. That is the Good Samaritan who decided to stop and record. That's right, and intervene. He was driving down South 25th Street when he saw the two individuals and he decided to do something. While the police are investigating, the police have not indicated anyone has been cited or arrested in connection. With the incident, but a department statement Monday said the matter was still being investigated and would eventually be turned over to the Milwaukee County District Attorney's Office for review of any potential charges. So let me go ahead and show you why that's ridiculous. So you mean to tell me that the police can get a video of a criminal assault, they can investigate it and then when they conclude their investigation, they have already told you we're not going to make an arrest. Please understand what this means. The police are telling you we are not going to make an arrest. We are going to investigate it, then forward the investigation over to the DA's office. Who do they do that for? Typically, police officers. They do that for the cops. Typically, even though they have jurisdiction to arrest cops at any time, cops can arrest cops. They usually do not. They will simply investigate, send over a recommendation to the DA's office. So why is this white male receiving the same treatment that a cop in that department would receive? I have questions and I need answers for you to say that you're not going to investigate and arrest. You're not going to investigate and lock him up once the evidence is conclusive or once you figure out how to seal the indictment, I don't know. But to say I'm going to send it to another investigative agency that has the authority to effect an arrest. That is what they have determined will be the outcome here. All right, Ricky Hale, the young man's uncle did speak. The Fox 6 news saying, and I quote, why would you come out in the middle of the street and choke? You don't know if that's a kid or not, you don't even know his age. Hell hopes for justice for his nephew, he's just a person that has a disability. He did not deserve that, he never said he stole the bike. At least two protests have been held outside of the older male's home in the weeks since, one by a community activist named Vaughn Mays, okay? May said the video angered him, because it immediately reminded him of recent cases where black men were killed by people trying to detain them without the police around. Such as the 2020 racially motivated murder of Ahmad Aubrey in Georgia and the 2012 death of Corey Stingley in West Dallas. Now, I have to say this, the reason the cops have not arrested this man at his home. They got video evidence, they have eyewitness testimony. We know the young man did not steal a bike. Why has he not been arrested? Because the police are sending a clear message. They want you to do stuff like this. They want you to do things like this. And if you do, they will do what they can do to protect you. So what will the police do for him? They are refusing to arrest him, at least according to their last statement. They are going to investigate and send it over to the DA's office. It's not how this typically works. If this happened to be a black male who was choking a young white guy for a crime he never committed, for a crime he knew he never committed, this was a black male doing that to a white young male. That police department would have sent SWAT and everybody else into that home. You would not need a protest outside of the home because nobody would be there. He would have been arrested, possibly even denied bail. Um, In the latter case, a black 16 year old was detained by three white adults after being accused of shoplifting. The Milwaukee County Medical Examiner's Office determined that this young person died from suffocation during the struggle. The district attorney's office declined to file charges in that case arguing. Three adults made a mistake. They had no intention of harming him. Here's the reality of the law. You do not need to form mansrea in order to be charged with a criminal offense. Mansrea simply means you had the intent to commit a crime. You don't need intent to commit a crime. You can have what's called negligence. You can have negligence which lacks intent. But your negligence was so gross and so extreme that you knew or should have known it would lead to injury or death. That eliminates the requirement for intent. So when the DA said, "Oh, we're not able to file charges because they lacked intent. The DA is saying spin because you can be charged even if intent is not there. If the actions were egregious enough to cause injury or death. They keep playing these games. These are games. These are games. They don't care about the law. They care about it enough to utilize it to their advantage. They don't care about the purity of application of the law. They don't care about the constitution. They don't care about statutes. They care about enough of it to manipulate it against you. All right, Jeff, i here.
2: First of all, again, God bless this D'Angelo Wright for stopping his car when he saw what was going on. His actions could very well have prevented this young man accused of stealing a bike from either getting hurt or getting killed really. Secondly, the, the, the man who had his hands around a young man's neck who is clearly intellectually disabled. He has no amount of compassion or empathy for this individual. To put his hand around his neck for a bike that small, which cannot be more than $100. While kids are saying no, he didn't do anything, he didn't steal the bike. The man who had his hand around that young man's neck said the wrong color of the bike. And again, as you said, Dr. Richie, It wasn't his bike, it was a neighbor's bike. Right. All of this is messed up. And so if there's a lack of charges being presented and this man will not get arrested, it only enables people to wrongfully citizens arrest someone and give them power. So another thing, shout out to Vaughn Mays for organizing two protests outside of that criminal's house. I don't care if the police are gonna arrest him or not for me to call him a criminal. that's
3: That's a criminal negligent act what he did.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A GOP candidate, Carrie Lake says that if MLK, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr was alive today, he would be a Republican. And guess who claps back? Dr. King's daughter, Bernice A. King gave a classic clap back. Here's the video.
4: I'm a true believer that if MLK, Reverend Martin Luther King Jr were alive today, if JFK were alive today, if our founding fathers were alive today, they would be America first Republicans. I really believe that.
0: Blasphemy. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Republican gubernatorial candidate, who used to be a news anchor, by the way, Carrie <clears throat> Lake, said this ridiculous thing. Now she is hoping to become, you know, the next big thing in the Republican. Party, She's popular with Donald Trump, obviously, and other surrogates of Trump. Now, Bernice King did respond, she responded to the comments. Here's the response, dear Carrie Lake, what you share here is false and dismissive of my daddy's seminal work and beliefs, including ending preventing voter suppression. Treating all including immigrants with dignity. I invite you to study my father via the org. Now I'm friends with Bernice King, been friends with Bernice for a very long time. She's a remarkable person, a great professional, an advocate, a voice to the voiceless. She does this work every day and she takes it very seriously. So when she responds, she's not responding to be hyperbolic, she's responding to open up an opportunity for conversation. Because I, I have known her to do this before and conversation actually happened. But I guarantee you, Carrie Lake is not interested in a conversation. She's not going to respond appropriately to Bernice King. She also said, Bernice King also clapped back and said, I also invite you to read these books about my father immediately. If you're going to express what you believe he would think, Or support. I've had the great, the great fortune of teaching a class, a college class called Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. as a social change agent. Because of me teaching that class, I had to continue to learn more and more about King, the King legacy, and also how they manipulated the words of King after his assassination. You have to remember only 6% of white America supported Dr. King while he was alive. They basically universally hated him. So all of these good feelings about King today, well, that's because they curated some of his speeches and left out other parts they found problematic. The reality is Dr. King was radical in his belief and it's a good thing because he was fighting a radical opposition. Background on King's views that don't match the GOP. One of the key issues, one of the key issues that King fought was what? Voter suppression, I'd be damned, voter suppression. Something that the so called America First movement has fought for in red states across the country. In one one more recent story, Governor Ron DeSantis dispatched what? Election police election police force to arrest those who were told they could vote after the state approved reestablishing voting rights to felons of the 20 people arrested 13 were black. You think Dr. King stand for that? King also fought for dignity for immigrants, late calls them and she utilized the terminology rapist. The America first policy focuses more on a kind of nationalism that is inherently against anything not American. This quote, from King wouldn't jive well with the lake crowd or the GOP. It says, um, I imagine, this is King. I imagine, but I already know that I am much more socialistic in my economic theory than capitalistic. And yet, I'm not supposed, I'm not opposed to capitalism that I have failed to see its relative merit. It started out with a noble and high motive to block the trade monopolies of nobles. But like most human system, it failed victim to the very thing it was revolting against. So today capitalism has outlived its usefulness. It has brought about a system that takes necessities from the masses to give luxuries to the classes. Dr. King said that to Coretta Scott King in 1952. In 1952, he had this ideology. The GOP would also have an issue with this stance King took. And I quote At the very same time that America refused to give the Negro any land, through an act of Congress, our government was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and in the Midwest, which meant That it was willing to undergird its white peasants from Europe with an economic floor. And they are the very people telling the black man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. And this was what we are faced with now, this is the reality. Now when we come to Washington in this campaign, we are coming to get our check. He was talking about reparations, he preached UBI, universal basic income for african americans he did so where in the policy dynamic of dr king's proclamations publicly or privately did he ever align with the values that you speak of miss lake stop lying to people damn it stop lying on dr king all right brother thoughts here
2: you know it would be in Carrie Lake's best interest to not respond to Bernice King whatsoever because if she does respond and respond accordingly and have the conversation, she would have to openly change her views on the political leanings of Dr. Martin Luther King. You know, we usually have to wait for Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday or Black History Month for his legacy to be whitewashed. I guess it came a little early for the rest of us. Um, I just want to remind people that after King was assassinated, almost a third of Americans surveyed said the strongest reaction of his death that they had was that they felt like he brought it on himself. Now, you know, we've made it a point where people like Carrie Lake, whose parents or grandparents likely were one of those individuals who felt like brought it on himself. Now we're quibbling about his political ideology. Mm. Quit it, quit it. Let's move on and let's learn some other speeches that Dr King had with the exception of a 16 second excerpt from I I have a dream speech. He had a lot to say and he saw color in particular white people. So if they want to hang on to that, they might as well put that down. Have a conversation with Bernice King, please Carrie Lake.
0: Yeah, and Dr King said at one point that America was more racist than he ever imagined. He had high hopes for America until he started to engage in the civil rights movement and realized That the cancer of America was much deeper than he ever thought. All right, we got more on the other side. It's indisputable stick and stay.
2: Taco Bell? Cool. Yeah. All right, well, your driver got stopped. Oh. Um, so he won't be driving anymore tonight, um, but I have your food. Well, I appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh, it's weird because uh, I saw the car... He said too much weight. It's been like for like ten minutes, and it's in the same yeah. spot. I'm like, yeah, broke so down. <laughs> yeah, so he got stopped by the several county sheriff's office. Okay. Um, I backed him up, and as we got talking, he said he was delivering food. <laughs> I said, if "In the city, I don't mind taking it." So there you go. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely, Be
3: safe. Have a good Thank night. You too.
0: It's actually quite fascinating, put a picture of this cop. He was not the um, um, arresting officer or the officer that pulled over the car. It was another jurisdiction. He was responding to back up the county sheriff's deputies who did the pullover. This happened in Florida. This was a Taco Bell delivery through Uber Eats. The cop in the video is officer Matthew Brongo. In that picture, he's actually donating to a local church. Here's what happened. According to the incident report, officer Matthew Brongel was assisting a Seminole County Sheriff's Office Deputy with a traffic stop on Broadway Street 7 30 PM. In the report, the officer notes that he learned the driver who had a suspended license was working for Uber Eats and was in the process of delivering an order from Taco Bell to a home less than a mile away from the traffic stop. Now, granted, the ultimate grace would have been to let the guy go on a ticket because of the suspended license. But remember, the officer who delivered the food was not the officer in command. He was simply responding to the deputy. He's a city cop and does not have the jurisdiction to overtake the deputy at the scene. Officer Brongo decided to take on the delivery due to the fact that the driver was unable to operate his vehicle anymore. I took possession of the food order and made the delivery. That's what he wrote on his official report. Good for him, he did not cover it up. He said, here's what I did, all right? Upon arriving to the hungry customer, Bronco can be seen explaining what happened. All right, good stuff. He has a lot of accolades, awards. People are saying he's actually a good cop. So when this story went viral, people backed him and said, no, he's one of the good ones. I know exactly who that is, good for him. All right, thoughts here, dear brother.
2: Ending on a good note, a police officer is helping the people live mass. This is amazing. <laughs> I was watching though to see if that guy who was receiving the Taco Bell was going to, you know, give him a tip and to see if that police officer was going to, like, you know, put Except in his it. pocket. But <laughs> you know, civil asset forfeiture is the thing, y'all. So keep
0: that in mind. There it is. Always a pleasure having you on the show, dear brother. Tell people how they can follow you. Check out your great work.
2: You can catch me on Rebel HQ and TYT, and I got a YouTube channel called We Gonna Be Alright.
0: Beautiful. Thank you, my friend. All right. Remember, take care of yourself, take care of each other, take care of the planet. Remember the truth is always indisputable.